Hey everybody, welcome to the Perfect Concert Playlist. It's the second half of our singer-songwriters of the 70s. Of course, it doesn't have to be the 70s only, um, but it's just kind of like that's when their main era was. But we are almost, we're ready to jump right into the 80s. We're so close, everybody! <laughs> uh, it just shows their longevity, and I'm good for that. Yeah. All right, so uh, uh, he went first last time, so my three on this one are... Uh, Christopher Cross, Carly Simon, and Neil Diamond. Yours is fairly close. I think you got one switcheroo, right? Or no, is that is that your list? Carly Simon, Neil Diamond, and who did I say? Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross, yes. Okay. Um, I really did think, going into this, I was going to have more from Christopher Cross. Look, amazing guitarist. But something yes. happened in the mid-'80s where he decided he kind of ditched his sound his signature sound and so he only has like two or three albums where it's it's Christopher Cross and it starts like all synthy and it's like he got a different producer I didn't I didn't care for it yeah I'm watching a video from a YouTuber named Chris Bianca actually he's a music producer but uh, he did a thing on one of his songs where like the most amazing guitar solo you've never heard yeah, because it's buried, right? Because the way the guy produced it just buried it in other sounds. He buried it in the mix, and you know, like he he pulled it out. It's amazing. Anyway, carry on your list. All right, oh, that's funny. I said all right. That is the first one. <laughs> that was unintentional. <laughs> um, look, the few hits he had are so insanely good. It is disappointing that he couldn't find more like this. Like you expect. Okay, so these three are amazing, like the big ones. And then slowly, like, a slow dissension, but kind of just like, eh, plateau. You know, just right off the cliff. Um, yeah. At least that's what it was for me. Um, so All Right is the first one. Ride Like the Wind, Sailing. Look, these are obvious, I know, I'm sorry. Say You'll Be Mine, uh, the Arthur themes. Most people will probably call it From the Moon to New York City, even though that's not the name. Um, and then I really don't know anymore, which is one he did with Michael McDonald, which I thought was pretty good. But that's it for me. I could only get six. Uh, you just added one for me that I forgot to put on there. So I, now I have nine. Okay. <laughs> so for Christopher Cross, uh, everything you just said pretty much. <laughs> um, right Like the Wind. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah, like his first album, this was, was 79. Yeah, because he just yeah. right before the '80s is when he kicked in. Okay. So I've got "Ride Like the Wind," "Say You'll Be Mine," "Never Be the Same," uh, "Sailing," and those are all off the same album. Uh, all rights in there. Every turn of the world. Um, there's a song called "Open Up My Windows," kind of a fun one, but that's from 1994, and it was the only one I could pick off that album, unfortunately. Uh, I'm not saying that none of the other music there is good. It's just it didn't fit with me yeah so well there's that whole period where he just seemed like he was lost and then he slowly yeah. found his way back but by then it's just it's gone and he's now almost into that you know when musicians are too afraid to go anywhere else and they start doing like more covers and remixes and yeah. this is the 30th anniversary of this album i was like Ugh, okay uh, i already own the first three you released yeah of that album <laughs> All right. uh, so what did I say? Open up my window. Um, Arthur theme and the song he did off of the Doctor Faith album from 2011 called "Hey Kid," and it's essentially a song to his son, sharing some wisdom type of thing. And I, I, it's a pretty good tune. But that's all I got for Chris. 
Christopher Cross, not Chris Cross. Have you ever actually seen Arthur, the one with Dudley Moore? I have. Do you like I love it? it? You do? I liked it. Well, I, I, well, my mom really liked Dudley Moore movies, so we, I, I grew up watching those. And okay. I always found them funny. So. I had a hard time. It's not bad, but I was like, how is this such a massive hit? But then I watched the sequel, and I'm like, oh, the first one's a masterpiece compared to the sequel. Holy moly. <laughs> Unfortunately, the way it goes a lot of times, right? Yeah, so. a total side note, but Dudley Moore looked like he was just, like, he had those two or three initial hits, Foul Play, Ten, and uh, Arthur, and then after that, he just kind of couldn't find his way back. Yeah, he couldn't find his way back into another hit movie. Um, Sadly. Uh, Carly Simon is next, and it, more than I expected, I like a lot of her dancey stuff towards, like, the mid, you know, you, she had a little bit of disco twinge to some of the stuff she did in the early 80s. Um, I wrote a word here. I'm not sure I can even read, but <laughs> I think it's called tranquilo is how I start. <laughs> okay. Um, so it would be funnier if she started with anticipation <laughs> and then just kind of walked off stage for five minutes. And <laughs> what, is that it? Oh, shit. <laughs> um, gotcha. Uh, Jesse is next. Uh, you're so vain. Why? And you belong to me. Look, again, I had a little bit harder time filling this out, but I had so many Neil Diamond songs, and I limit myself to 30. I play by the rules. No, you don't. Yes, I do. I always stay under 30. You don't. <laughs> How much you talking about? <laughs> All right, go ahead with your first two. Um, Carly Simon, what do we have? Coming oh, around right. again. Okay. You said first two. I don't know why I said that. I know that's so dumb. <laughs> Okay, I'll give you two, and then we'll move on. Um, Coming Around Again is a good one. That's that Itsy Bitsy Spider song that I totally forgot that part was in there. Because um, as I was going through this album, you hear there's a track at the end that's like a, oh, what do you call it, like a reprise. And it's essentially just the kids singing the whole song, and she's singing along with them, and occasionally she jumps in there with Coming Around Again. Um, <laughs> kind of weird, but... Um, but cute, you know. Anyway, nobody does it better from the spy who loved me. Oh my! How did I forget that? How did I forget? How did I do this? Um, originally, I wanted to when we did the one where I had James Taylor. Um, I wanted to do a concert with him with her because these would there are two songs that they did together that I think would have been kind of neat, but uh, it just fit better in the other one. So, uh, Mockingbird she did with James Taylor. Uh, she also did Devoted to You uh, with him as well. They're all two different albums. Anticipation's on my list. Legend in Your Own Time. It's uh, essentially a song about um, expectations of what, what you're going to do with your life and you just take a whole different path type of thing. Um, you're So Vain. And the only reason this song, it's a fun song. It's definitely catchy. But the only reason that song sticks in my head is because mom told a story about how she used to sing it to my stepdad, Fane. Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes sense. And it's his song, You're So Fane. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think the song is about, by the way? Have they ever said? What's that? Is it about someone specific, or is she just kind of talking in general? I don't know. It could just be a general, but who knows? The songs are always influenced by something or another right so yeah actually i'm gonna look it up while you're doing this go ahead sorry i'm just curious uh, um, i have two more songs it keeps you running 
this one is a Michael McDonald song originally that the Doobie Brothers did. Uh, so technically, I think they released the same year though. So do you call it a cover at that point? I don't know. Yeah. But and then my last song for her is "Rolling Down the Hills." Okay. Let's see who it says. Finally revealed it was about Warren Beatty. Is it about Warren Beatty? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. I just read a book about him. He was just, um, <laughs> the dude was such a horn monster. He thought he was the greatest thing on the planet. So that completely lines up. <laughs> yep. Pretty much. <laughs> All right. So um, nobody told me how great Neil Diamond was. Like, I, I, I mean, I knew a few of his songs. But as I'm going through this, I didn't realize half of these were even his songs because he changes his song style halfway through. I knew about the stuff he wrote for the Monkees. And I knew about kind of like his later, like, 70s, like he had a bit of a boost or something like that. But I didn't know how good his stuff was. And in fact, uh, this sounds crazy, I kind of like his 60s stuff the best. The stuff, like, right after he got done writing for the Monkees because it's it's got an Elvis vibe to it. He, in general, had a disco-y Elvis feel to his you know like you know he had the pulsating sweaty you know uh, uh sweet <laughs> like he almost been a hoo hoo caroline <laughs> um, he had a lot of that but i had a blast listening to his music so um i start off with cherry cherry uh thank the lord for the nighttime never even heard of it before great um actually half of these i've never heard before but they were fantastic yeah. um b uh, I wrote it down, but all of a sudden I don't remember what that was. It's just B, B, E. <laughs> um, I am, I said, Shiloh, Girl, You'll Be a Woman Soon, which I didn't even know was his. I only know the, the cover version from Urge Overkill that was in, uh, okay. was in Pulp Fiction? Maybe. Yeah. Um, Crunchy Granola Suit. Oh, I skipped some songs. Hold on, sorry. Back up. Kentucky Woman, if yeah. you if you know what I mean, and no, it's not. I'm asking. I'm not asking around a question. <laughs> uh, okay, now back on Crunchy Granola Suit, Desiree, Solitary Man, Hey Louise. Almost all of these are from those early albums. Um, okay, America. That's like his last big hit, and you and I know it because that's how <laughs> uh, Born in East LA ends. <laughs> Cheeks running. <laughs> We're coming to America today. <laughs> was that was that good? Was that decent at all? <laughs> great, man. Spot on. Thanks. Spot on. Uh, sweet Caroline. Um, though there is something that bothers me in that song. One of the lines is like, "Loving never, uh, loving you never felt so loving good." Or so he repeats a word that it drives me up the wall. I have to look up the line lyrics later. But it's one of those where, like, "Oh, did you have to?" Did you have to write that twice? You couldn't come up with another. You know, we, there's glossaries. There's the. Uh, uh, what's the thing where you can find uh, synonyms? Um, thesaurus. Yeah, the thesaurus. Yeah. Uh, Cracklin' Rosie. Like 3 a.m. when he was writing, like, yeah, that's good. Um, what was it? Uh, Cracklin' Rosie. I thought it was Cracklin' Rhodes. <laughs> until I, I saw the title. I, seriously, for like decades, I thought this was Cracklin' Rhodes. Um, yeah. Forever in Blue Jeans, You Got to Me, yeah. and that boat that I row. Okay, I can find, I, I gotta write better because I don't even know what I write sometimes. Okay, all right, up until America, 
everything you listed, I don't have on my list. Wow. Amazing. Except uh, when then they now, but there's three. But only because you went over ten. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is this is the line that bothers me. I'm sorry. Good times never seem so good, and that bothers me. You know, uh, he could something else. Just write something else. Don't write the word good twice in one sentence. It seems so good. I don't know how it works. Liar! I quit. No. <laughs> We're gonna start at the start, you know that kind of stuff just bothers me. <laughs> Why do you say these times never felt so good or something? You know, come on. Gooder, they felt gooder. They never gooder seemed is. so fantabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Disco tastic. <laughs> All right. I like that word. Disco tastic. <laughs> that. That's uh, Disco describes. You know that that shimmery thing they always had in disco stuff. You know, from the ball, that uh-huh. light. That's what I mean. The fog filter, glittery. That's <laughs> Disco tastic. <laughs> All right. So why not know? Should have been gone. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's not disco at all. <laughs> Journey. <laughs> so I'm honestly really amazed that we didn't cross over a lot of these tunes, which speaks to his his. What do you call that? Catalog. Catalog. Yeah. I keep want to say portfolio. That's more art. Um, catalog. Yes. So the American popular song. It's where I start off here. Forever in blue jeans. Cracklin' Rosie, Song Sung Blue, and He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. I That's his? Somewhere along the lines, did not realize or forgot that that was his tune. Wow, I thought that but was by somebody else. Yep. Okay. Uh, the Gift of Song, Stargazer. Now, this one is a cover, because this was um, originally done by the Beach Boys. I think they wrote it. It's God Only Knows. Right, yeah. Uh, he released a version of his in 77, and I think they both stand on their own, in my opinion. The way he does his is definitely not the soft Beach Boys vibe, you know. Um, it's more of a crooner sound to it. Okay. Uh, well, I'm not crooner, because that'd be more like jazz, but just give it a listen. You'll know what I'm talking about. Memphis Flyer, um, now that's off the You Don't Bring Me Flowers song and I had to I actually played by the rules on this one so I cut that song off because I actually like that one too um, America for those of you who don't know is off the Jazz Singer soundtrack which for the longest time that's how I knew essentially came in to know who Neil Diamond was I mean, I'd heard his music up till that point but this is like middle school when we watched this movie and I remember my sister and I singing that song over and over and over again. We had every word memorized to sing it by heart. Um, not well, I might add, but <laughs> but um, for the longest time, I thought the jazz singer, up until we started doing this list up, was about him. Oh, yeah. It's, it's not. It's a story from way back. <laughs> anyway. Which I've never but, seen. Uh, I've heard it's atrocious, but, you know, I'm still curious. It's not bad. I don't know who said that. I thought it was a pretty good movie. Critics, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> but, I mean, you and I grew up very much not listening to the critics. No, because so. we didn't know. We didn't have access to critics. I remember the first time I saw the 
uh, I think it was called At the Movies. I don't was that Siskel and Ebert's show? I can't. Whatever it is, it was when they were lower budget and they were on PBS like on Saturdays. And I was like, yeah, "There's the there's people who get paid to talk about movies. That's amazing." <laughs> Even if they're dead wrong, they still get paid. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to see it. I might tell you. When's the last time you saw it, though? Yeah, I saw the movie. Jesse, is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. But when's the last time you saw it? Oh, yeah, there's that. There's the whole nostalgia factor. So yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> probably the last time I saw it was middle school, so who knows? It's like going back and watching Knight Rider in, in, as an adult. You're nope. Like, eh, yeah. eh. <laughs> Still love the car. <laughs> anyway, that is my list. All righty. It looks like jazz singers are really rare. Dang, I'm never going to be able to see it. Ah, oh, wait. You know, someone put up a crappy copy on YouTube in two parts. Yes. <laughs> it's free. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> nope. All right. So that is the end of this episode. We are going overseas. We're going international for the next few episodes. We're going to go into England. You know, the, the, well, UK, period. There's a lot of artists over there. Maybe uh, we can find some uh, German. I don't know. I'd have no idea. There's a whole new wave thing that was crazy back then. They were getting artists from all over the world. And Australia. Yeah. And then we're going to go to Canada, eh, if it was uh, like Brian Adams or something. Then we're going to come back to America. And then we're going to have more singer-songwriters from America, you know, like uh, Tom Petty and Bruce Springsteen and stuff like that. Now we're talking. All right, everybody. That is it. You want to say goodbye? Goodbye. We're out. <laughs> Laters.